Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm your host, Eli. Welcome back everybody. <laughs> Man, it's been such a long time. We're doing Anime Deaths one more time with my co-host, Jayanne and Hotshot. Why don't you introduce yourselves? <laughs> it was only a matter of time. This is like the definition of Uno Reverse. <laughs> yeah. It was only it was only a matter of time before someone took over uh, took over the podcast. You took you took it over in such a state where it is no longer the podcast you once knew, Eli. We now have a new assistant in Morel, which mm-hmm. you rudely forgot. Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm so sorry. Well, hello, Morel. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. It's so nice to finally be here again. Every time yeah. I'm here, I talk about anime that, so it's just it's nice, you know. <laughs> It, it I don't brings, know why. It brings out the, the best has in us. to live on. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Today we have a 3.0 of anime deaths. Exactly. Eli has been resurrected as a guest to come back uh. on the podcast. And we're so happy to have you on. How have you been since uh, NerdCon? Dude, the choice of words there, resurrected. Yes, I feel resurrected. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel great. I mean, Virtual NerdCon went extremely well. Like the, the mm-hmm. Pokemon podcast that we did. Hotshot, what episode was that again? That was episode, I believe, 90-ish. Nice. 90. Ah, I love how you know that. Yes, uh, that episode was fantastic. Everyone really enjoyed that. And just, great. yeah, you know, nerd stuff, you know, everyone was, everyone just loved it. So thank you so much for being on there. That was, that was really great. Oh, thank you for having us. Of course, of course. So yeah, the topic today, Anime Deaths 3.0. We have two picks each and an honorable mention since there's four of us. Um, Does anyone want to break the ice? And before anyone wants to break the ice, actually, I would like to state, we're talking to Anime Deaths here, and we have picks from a bunch of different animes. Deaths are spoiler moments. If you are a spoiler-averse person, log off right now. This will be your only warning. Um, Does anyone want to break the ice with the Anime Deaths? I would love to go first if no one wants to, but uh, I always open up. Uh, the decision making well then why break the tradition now you should go first keep it up all right sure i'm so <laughs> good at that okay okay let's uh let's be serious here this anime death uh, the first one i'm about to go into is one that's uh very harsh for me and it's one that uh is close to the heart because of how much i love this character so we're talking history of trunks movie here we're talking future gohan in the Dragon Ball movie, History of Trunks. This one is really hard. It's in the future timeline where it's Trunks and Gohan versus the androids absolutely destroying every city and there's barely any survivors. We come to a point where Trunks and Gohan are going to go together to fight the androids. But future Gohan's like, nah, bro, I'm going to knock you out and I'm going to go do it myself. I'm going to go be a hero. And he gets into an encounter with the two androids and he's basically put down with with this barrage of key blasts and you can hear his fire final scream and it's one of the hardest scenes for me because first of all the guy's got one arm and it's two on one and he's so outmatched the whole time he kind of like is able to follow them and fight back and forth but it's it's done when it's done you know yeah. and it's hard also because in this timeline got no piccolo got no namekian got no dragon ball so when you're gone you're gone for good you know and uh man they had this dlc in dragon ball z uh, kakarot and th- that pl- playing it over really brought back those uh those bad memories and uh the one good thing i would say is that it sets up future trunks to be a badass character you know it really gives him a reason to go back to goku's original timeline and everything and we get sweet revenge in the end but the death itself future trunks the the history of future trunks the movie itself heart built to swallow because of this yeah what do you I guys think i agree like that was mm-hmm. that was extremely heartbreaking for me dude like i felt yeah i felt sad because like gohan is m- one of my favorite characters of all time especially in dragon ball and Dragon Ball Z, like, I, I related to him so much. Like, him being a teenager right. and just having, like, a buff dad kind of just, like, telling you, you got to work out, you got to get strong. And then, like, you just, wow, you know? It just, it yeah. really it really hit with me. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. For uh, for me, my favorite arc in general in Dragon Ball Z is the Future Trunks. And because it sets up my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z, Future Trunks. But 
watching right. Gohan's death and just how badly he was. He it he wasn't beaten in a fight. He was just straight up massacred. And yeah, like it wasn't because of a uh, I'm going to be a hero moment. It was because he already went into battle once against the androids with Trunks and Trunks was nowhere near ready for it. Um, And he ended up watching Trunks more than actually fighting the androids. And last time he went in a fight with Trunks, he lost his arm. <laughs> so he knew that if Trunks went this time, he couldn't fight at full power or Trunks would die because he wouldn't be able to watch him. And if even if he did die, it was mainly to give Trunks, I think at least it was mainly to give Trunks a mindset to unlock Super Saiyan because it was out of like pure emotional uh, reaction yeah, for yeah, when absolutely. he saw Gohan's dead body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Morel? Yeah, that is true. Um, like uh, Eli over there uh, and uh, Hotshot, um, Gohan has always been my favorite ever since Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Super. He mm-hmm. definitely has like the capabilities to do more, but during that, but in that future timeline that's no longer there. Right. Right. Um, he wasn't at that. He wasn't able to like have any of that power because that ta- that timeline, Goku, like what, never came back. So he no. Couldn't... Goku got killed uh, by the the the, the Z. Yeah, no, but like disease. he he, he yeah. never. Yeah. yeah, like he never came back. Like no one could. No, no, he's out. He's out. Yes, he's I'll fully call. out. He's fully out. So yeah. that means he, um, Goku Goku couldn't train Gohan, and and Piccolo wasn't also there because all the Mechians are dead, right? So mm-hmm. no, so like he had his. Support taken from him to the point where he had to be, he had to try to be the fighter and stuff like that, right? To actually beat these androids, but he had no one there to help him along the way, train him, and give him the motivation he needed to become the best he can be. Yeah, it right, really right. led down to like the worst timeline, I feel. You know, like a future trunk is always is. in the worst timeline himself anyway. So it just like really added to the story, I feel, because that death really brought a, a beautiful kind of storyline where Goku Black was was an intense enemy. And the only way they could actually beat them, spoiler alert, was to delete the entire universe. Like, who would have thought that the only way to beat this villain is to just, like, delete? Right, right, right. Control-alt-delete. Just a, just a full-on, nope, we fucked up, it's gone now. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's basically all I had to say personally on this one. Who wants to go next? Because we have the predetermined order here. We're just flying off the handle. We're so fun. Uh, how about Hotshot? Yeah, okay, you okay. You've been voluntold. <laughs> You've been voluntold. <laughs> I have been told, hey, guess what? You're number two in this podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, I'll go. Um, So this is one that I'm pretty sure we talked about uh, in another episode we did with another guest, funny enough. Um, But I don't think we talked about the death itself uh, to a great extent. And that's uh, Hugo from Alita Battle Angel. Okay. Oh, uh, man. Eli, are you familiar with Alita at all? Unfortunately not. Like, I, I know about uh, a Battle Angel, but that's that's pretty much the extent. I mean, Battle Angel is Alita, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. So yeah. Hugo, yeah, yeah. so Alita, so given a bit of context here, Alita is a fully uh, robotic person that is brought into world and given consciousness, she's discovering the world, discovering more about herself and her true uh, aspect in life by Dr. Ego. And she ends up falling for a human scavenger named Hugo, who uh, scavenges things. He's a bit of a handyman around the wasteland, stuff like that. And over the course of time, the two of them become very close. And Alita outright says to Hugo that, he love, that she loves him. Mm-hmm. And something Hugo has done is just outright horrible. He has been chopping up other robotic uh, people in order to get coin to go to the capital city of Salem that basically he wants to live the high life and get out of the slums and it's to the point where he's backstabbed by his employer to where there's a bounty on him and Alita is one of these things called a hunter masters or a hunter warrior and they're basically bounty hunters so with every bounty hunter on in the underground searching for Hugo she does the quote unquote merciful thing and kills him first by slicing his head off oh 
to God. claim the bounty. But she keeps his head alive through uh, through a system that she has in herself until his head can be attached to a robotic body. And after it's attached, Hugo decides to climb up the cables leading from Zalem to the underground, basically giant trash chutes, in order to get to Zalem himself. But these chutes are booby-trapped, and as Alita follows him, there's blades that come down and chop off his arms and legs, and he's hanging by a thread while Alita's hanging onto him. Until eventually, the uh, the wires and bolts in Hugo's arm, since they aren't very high grade, eventually snap off and he falls to his death. Like, final death. Like, final death. This is the final time he dies. Oh my so, god. The first yeah. time he dies is because the woman who loves him chopped his head off to save his life, and then his real death is because she couldn't save him. No resurrections this time. No resurrections. Wow. Okay. Can I Can I say something? Because yeah, go. On a podcast? Eight, of course. <laughs> weird, right? Uh, I'm just yeah. going to mime it, actually. You'll have to f- figure it out. <laughs> uh, whoever's editing uh, yeah, the video. I'll, yeah, I'll deal with it. <laughs> Darn. Thanks, dude. Uh, Basically, what I'm trying to say is you you mentioned just now, Hotshot, that he was selling robot parts to make money to get out of some. Okay, okay. Now, you said that it was a bad thing. Why is that a bad thing? Did he kill robots in order to sell the parts? He basically uh, jumped people in the streets and forcibly removed their parts. He didn't kill necessarily, but he did forcefully remove parts of their body. That's that's arguably worse. Yeah, the the trauma afterward. I get that like they're they're robots, but still like that's like that's a lot. Um, Like if someone if someone had a argument that uh, that they had like a blade arm or something, he would jump. He would drug them in the alley and take the blade arm. Wow. Like he would ne- he wouldn't kill, but he would steal, I guess, for lack of a better explanation. So so what you're telling me is in this universe, robots have like like the, what's that word where they go sentient. So they have yes. feelings and stuff. So so like it's it's morality bad, like ethically bad to like because, actually do this to robots. Because they're less uh they're less robots and more uh cyborgs. So they are mostly human. The only okay. one that's completely robot is Alita. Oh, I see. But it's her. But it's her gaining humanity and sentience, like throughout the and knowledge throughout her manga and her anime and her movie. Wow. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm developing the universe in my head. I'm understanding. Wow. This is. This sounds amazing. It's also wow. Like I, I need to watch more of this because it feels like a, a cyberpunk com- kind of future. Am, am, it, am, am I right to think that? You really are. It's kind of it's kind of similar to Trigun in a way. Like if, if you remember GoPro Kyo's favorite anime of all time is uh, Trigun. This is my version of that. <laughs> so I'm writing and, this down as the next anime I'm watching. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so unfortunately, Battle Angel is kind of hard to find as an anime. Like you can find on YouTube, just not a yeah. very good quality. It does have a live action adaptation movie, which is still really good. And it has a manga that's amazing. So you said that it's hard to find, right? Hard to find in decent okay. quality, yeah. Well, then it's we good we did thing, eventually find it. Then it's a good thing that our sponsor today is Crunch. I'm kidding. I'm really. I'm kidding. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so someday, sorry. one day, one day, someday, one day, mark this hour, timestamp this morale. We're going to get a sponsor. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm sorry about that, guys. Yeah, a boy good, can right? dream. But yeah, absolutely. Um, that anime sounds amazing. And that death sounds heartbreaking, too. I, oh, yeah. There's, I love there's talking one about more... this stuff, but it's just also like it hurts because like yeah. now that I know this is gonna happen and I'm gonna watch this anime, I f- I feel like I'm gonna dread that moment. But like I feel like it's going to be like a, a nice like cry afterward. You know, there's one there's one more step in this uh, in this death, and this mainly protrudes to the manga more than anything. This portrays how cruel the world can really be to Alita. Okay, wow, I need I need to see this now. Okay, wow. Um, Thank you for that. Of course. I mean, yes, but also <laughs> that's like, why we that's bring you here. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like this is a very big part of the of the show, the the passing of Hugo. Like to me, the thing I want to, I, I just want to highlight is like he literally gets torn apart, and their bond gets torn apart. That's what marked me the most with his passing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he 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 gets ripped to shreds, hotshot, yeah. and he's kind of like 
Alita's only real connection. You know, like, obviously she has other connections here and there, but the strongest one is his. So it was a dark way to go out. The dark way to go out. And I felt that one. That's you'll, that's a poignant one you picked. You'll love it, Eli. It's amazing. You'll, you will. Oh, you, you will so love much. it. Yeah. The movie, it doesn't, uh, it, does it take place after the anime or does it like uh, fall before, during? So it is, like the, it is the story of the manga and the anime, but since the manga and anime had longer time to breathe and the movie was just like a one-time thing, they crammed a whole lot of like later edition stuff into it as well as the core aspect of the story. I see. Okay. Like they're like Hugo and Alita's bond in the live action movie is nothing compared to what it is in the anime and the manga. So what you're telling me, it's a much better adaptation than Death Note from Netflix. Oh, that's not a high bar, but yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Like anything's better than that. This podcast so, episode is better than that. I mean, aren't all of them? Yeah. 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 yeah that's, a, that's a fair point. All right. All right. Let's go to the next person. I'm going to volunteer someone. I'm going to volunteer morale. What is your first pick? Yeah, it's just a best show from Silver, Silver of the Failed Knight. Uh, it's just episode mm-hmm. three of um, of the season. And literally of what happens to him is uh, he does die in in the mm-hmm. in the episode. But first yeah. he gets his, um, I think it was his uh, right left arm. He gets it chopped right off Ooh, by, the right. Pe- by the protagonist, which is literally like during the... During the whole season, um, that guy has been a lower level, but he takes down like the biggest baddies, and this one was the first big bad that you actually see. And it and the way that and like um, who here has seen Shiver of a Failed Knight? I have not. I have not. I, w- I would have thought that Hotshot would have, but... Yeah, it sounds like a sh- Hotshot show for sure. Yeah, it I'll definitely is. Um, it's just basically kind of like what um, you guys were talking about like for like powers and stuff like that, right? Everyone mm-hmm. has like a, a power that they have. So like one character can like control water. One one can control like basically right, turn right, invisible right. and control the environment uh, yeah, around okay. them and make it an illusion that you can actually touch and feel mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so it, the Fire Nation attacked anyway. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. The yes. Memes. Um, but like the main, um, Bishop, his power is basically just um, in one hand, it takes in the energy from the person that he's attacking, right? And through the other hand, it shoots it out at them. So basically, he's using your power against you. Oh, that's so cool! And it's like how, a Smash Bros. move. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a parry, and, and of how um, the whole. Um, him getting his arm c- cut off and death. Um, it all happens basically because he basically has like a crime syndicate under his fingers and they are in a shopping mall basically just having a bunch of civilians who don't have any powers whatsoever, right? Right, yeah. And they're basically are like get, uh, like uh, talking to like the cops on the phone or what something, right? Asking for demands and if they don't, okay. they'll kill someone. Right. And um, that's literally just my first pick. <laughs> Man. That, yeah. That's intense. That's it very is. intense. That does sound like one that I'm going to check out, but it's also me. So when I say I'm going to yeah. check it out, I really mean in like a year from now. Hotshot, I really think you could binge this one fast, though, because it's it's a hotshot show and it's, it's 12 episodes. Oh, it's only 12. Yeah. Oh, I, you should I all repeat, watch that. I repeat, yeah. it's me. <laughs> no, but yeah. also, I get it. But like, it's a, it's the kind of thing where like, I've recommended shows. I'm like, oh, you would like this. It's like, it's kind of a hot shot show. Like, this, like look at the art, man. This is a hot shot show. Like, this is like, your room is covered in these posters, man. Whoever's like, editing you, the video, put no. screenshots of the, yeah, of the anime right, right here. <laughs> of hot shot's room with the posters. Will do. <laughs> Will do. Okay. Will do. Look, as long as I can find a viable waifu, I'll be fine. You're gonna uh, put in like a teen girl's like <laughs> old old bedroom there, and he's gonna have like is sitting on his like stomach with his feet up in the air talking to his boyfriend. It's gonna be sick. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I would definitely right. anyway, do that. What you're telling me is that arm doesn't grow back. Interesting. <laughs> no, okay. that is uh, okay. That's not kosher at all. I I apologize. Um, well, thank you for that pick. I guess it's my turn then, huh? Yeah, it's Much your like, turn. Go ahead, buddy. Much like Hugo's arm, it does not come back. <laughs> All right, so so the thing that I was going to talk about first is Attack on Titan. Uh, this is yes. in episode five. Uh, for those of you that don't watch Attack on Titan and don't know what, what it's about, I'll give a quick little, uh, not summary, but you know, discussion of it. Uh, basically, you are in a world where you are the only humans left 
and you surround yourself with walls. So Titans, which are these big naked humans, are just roaming around the entire earth. And you're just there like, I, I, we're just cattle basically to these monsters that just appeared out of nowhere. And so we're just here trying to survive until they break down the walls and kill us. That's basically it. Um, they develop ways of, of killing these Titans, of course, uh, with like uh, like Spider-Man moves, basically. Uh, but it's, it's a really cool anime. I highly recommend it to anybody, but there is a gore warning to anybody because it is extremely, extremely gory. Um, even in the first episode, you see them. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, obviously, if you just watch the first episode. It doesn't spoil much, but Titans break into their basically ranch their human ranch and just like kill a whole bunch of people. So it is very intense, uh, but it is like an origin story for one of the greatest uh, just anime characters of all time, Aaron Yeager. Uh, now, of course, this this death that I'm going to be talking about today comes in episode five. So it's not a huge spoiler if you just watch the first few episodes. This death really set the tone, I think, for the rest of the series mm. because it really showed you the kind of anime that it's going to be. It was like a Game of Thrones moment. And I understand this is an anime podcast. So for those that don't watch, you know, Game of Thrones and just exclusively watch anime, you probably won't know what I'm talking about. But where they just kill off main characters just like that. Like episode five was that episode where you see the first five episodes, they're training with the all these people. You you develop a, a relationship with them, character growth with with this whole crew. It's team 34 and, and the, the characters. Uh, I'm talking uh, Mikasa. I'm talking uh, uh, Aaron. I, I'm talking Armin. Like there, there's so many amazing characters in this team 34. And then Aaron, he is like, okay, well, let's, Let's go and, and kill this this Titan. It's, it's our chance. We have to go and do it. And one of their uh, crewmates, Thomas, gets like demolished from this Titan. Just out of the, like swiped from from a fr the freaking sky, basically, and just gets eaten. But like in a, in a way that isn't fast. It just, it, it draws it out. So you feel like I this is a character that like I, I saw grow and then he's gone like that. Like it's that kind of anime. Like I can't get connected to any freaking, any freaking character. Cause any one of them at any point is going to die. Like they just slobber them up in their mouth and just the Titan is just kills them easy. Okay, well, now what? Like, are all of us going to die? And yeah, every single one of them except for one dies, including the main character. Like, I, that set the tone. Am I wrong? Like, that set the whole tone no, for the entire I, I, series. I get what you mean. Uh, to me, that death was very gloomy. But there's something about that scene that pisses me off, man. Oh, but like, I really mean pisses me off is that when someone gets into a Titan's mouth, Hotshot, I'm just going to uh, use Hotshot as an example here. What does a Titan do when it's in its mouth? When, when a human is in its mouth? Does it chew it? What does it do? It swallows whole. It swallows whole. That's exactly what happens here, which is so dumb because you could just slice open the stomach and still save him, but they're all like looking away from the roof like, nah, bro, you're, you're done. <laughs> you're Goodbye, man. It was nice knowing you. I was like, we've seen everything Aaron in a mouth and you guys go and save him. But why? It's not Aaron. It's just Thomas. We don't like people called Thomas. We're just going to let it get swollen <laughs> whole. And that's it. Like that pissed me off so much. He was such a nice character. Right. He okay. Was so well, cool. okay. Well, <sighs> with Thomas one, it was uh, team 34's first actual time seeing a Titan up close, like in yeah. a battle. Yeah, scenario. I know, but and uh... get eaten. So there is that like horrific aspect that, Oh my God, we're seeing someone get eaten. Yeah. And as far as cutting cutting a Titan's stomach open to retrieve a friend, Titans have an insane healing factor. That's why the only weakness is at the back of the neck. Yeah, that is that is no, very I agree, true. But like, and, back and of the I neck will, swipe, and I will say, and then you open the I, stomach. You know. Well, yeah, you can still cut open the stomach, but it can heal as well before you even get the chance to do no, it. You no, have to no, be no. really up. quick and efficient. Hutch up what I say is back of the nape, nape cut, the tines down, oh, okay. open the I stomach, you save him. I didn't you know? hear that's that what part. I, Okay, it's okay, all good. But, but that's what I'm saying. The, it was like, saveable. Stomach acid. Tomic acid. Stomach acid. The stomach acid. No, it's it's way worse. Yeah. I mean, I, would, I think that, like, you know, the fact that he wasn't chewed. Oh. That, that is my Google Home. I don't know how that happened. I am so sorry. <laughs> no stress. Morel, let's do a quick time step on yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, bro. Stop. They Google. <laughs> 
Maybe, Stop. maybe not. I think we're gonna keep the Simmerel. Oh my god! Well, it was just starting That's... to be my stomach acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, Morel, remove the timestamp. That's staying we in. We gotta keep that. I'm sorry. That's oh, so that's good. Great. <laughs> that's so good. That's amazing. Oh, anyway, now featuring a Google. <laughs> So Device. that brings me up to our next sponsor. We're sponsored by Google. Oh, no, we're not. Stop. We're not. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're going to get us in trouble with somebody, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but there is one character that I grew super attached to. And when they died, yeah, I just gave up. Which was? Sasha. Yeah. Oh, well, you I didn't mean, get obviously. That, you didn't get that far, though. You didn't watch it to that. No, but I played the games and the games like take a huge leap into the story. Right, right, right. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. Well, on that note, I'm going to break your heart even more, guys. I'm absolutely breaking your heart with this one. This one sucked. This death was the worst movie experience of my life. Like, I think Future Gohan was not fun, but there's nothing worse than Rengoku's passing in the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie. To me, this one hurts so much because it's Rengoku versus the upper rank devil, a uh, demon, sorry, Akaza. And the, the battle is so even at the beginning. And Rengoku is just shown to be this uh, unbeatable fighter. He's just so fast. He's just so powerful. There's nothing that can be done. He's pulling out all these techniques, all these fire blade moves. And he's really able to keep up with Akaza. But slowly but surely, Akaza gets the better of Rengoku. And it really comes to a point where Rengoku used um, his attack where... It, 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 I don't I don't remember what, what the name is, but it's, it's like it's my it's like the final move before you die he charges him and he's able and we just see this big fire explosion and Tanjiro is looking back and we're all like oh my god he got him and next thing you know Akaza's got his fist right through his stomach oh. and you're like no no he had him we all thought he had him we're freaking out but the blade is against Akaza's neck and Run Goku is slow, slowly slicing through it Akaza has an insane regenerative ability here though that's the big problem so Akaza tries to pull out but Rengoku is holding on uh, to his fist with one hand slicing his neck with the other and Akaza's other arm is right through his stomach and Akaza is trying to get out of there because the sun is slowly rising and we all know what happens with the sunrise with demons they die they can't handle sunlight that's why they always attack at night and so Akaza's like trying to run away and then Rengoku's like you're not gonna run away and th there's a quote here that I put in the Google Docs because of how powerful it is because Rengoku's a firefighter literally yeah. Akaza's saying I'm not running from you i'm running from the sun and tanjiro sorry not rengoku tanjiro yelled this to represent uh no sorry rengoku uh yells this to represent himself he's like i am the sun you know oh, like that's like it's it's he's got this my guy rockly allure to him where he just is a hard fighter and he just goes intense in battle man and he was so close to getting akaza so close but unfortunately akaza gets the better of him runs away we see chanjiro everyone's crying and it's a difficult way to end the movie but a great great battle and scene nonetheless what are your guys' thoughts hacha i'm gonna go over to you because you actually watched this yeah i have um um, so funny enough, uh, Mugen Train uh, came out when I was still working at the theater, and it's what inspired me to actually catch up on Demon Slayer in the first place. Mm -hmm. The The fight was awesome. Ren Goku is awesome. The movie was awesome. But to me, it didn't really impact me as hard as everybody else, mainly because the only time that we ever saw the Hashira was like at the very end of the first season or mostly the end of it. And we only saw Ren Goku really through the movie. So I didn't really get that attached to him but like don't get me wrong it was a brutal fight and a brutal death and i'm like ah damn he died and that's really all i call it as far as emotion goes right like, right like yeah it was it was brutal on all things in and out but the more brutal fight to me was tanjiro uh nosuke versus the train demon and then this one came in to finish off the fight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know what you mean oh dude what a it movie that movie! So intense. Can I just it's say, like, so intense. When yeah. when you're when you're saying how like that that stump that fist was through his stomach and he's still trying to like kill this guy, for some reason it reminded me of Sword Art Online when he's he's fighting mm. against Heathcliff. He Heath Heathcliff. Okay. He Heathcliff. My goodness. Uh, and like he he stabbed through uh, Kirito and he's still right. alive and he's still like going through like pushing the sword in deeper so he can like, you know, kill Heathcliff. So right, right, I, right. I, 
I had that moment stuck in my head when you're telling me this moment. I was just yeah, going to yeah, no, say it reminded me of uh, Ace from One Piece. There's a lot of moments similar, but they all do such a good job at showing the strength and determination of that character dying in that moment because yeah. he has such a, a strong, innate strength to kill this guy and nothing will stop him, including his own death. Why is it always firefighters that have arms shoved through their torsos? Why? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I you can't argue against that. That's another discussion entirely. That. My goodness. <laughs> All right. We're going to have Eli back and it's going to be fire deaths. <laughs> 4.0. You either die in fire or hand through chest. There's no other way to die. <laughs> Bro. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. Uh, unless you guys have anything else to say, uh, Hotshot, I think you're next, right? Yeah, I'm next. Uh, and it. funny enough, I have another arm through the chest death. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I love how that bleeds into each other. Uh, oh um, my God, you do. Oh my God, I just saw the Google Docs. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not so, this one, hot shot. Oh no, this one hurts. This one, oh. this one really hurts. Um, and this one, I feel like needs more recognition too, as opposed to like, everyone knows like about really big Dragon Ball deaths, like Goku dying yeah. or... Uh, Piccolo dying, and everyone knows like about big Naruto deaths that happen, like Pervy Sage. But when Rin died in a in one of Kakashi's flashbacks, and it was explained why, it was his best friend that he chidori through the chest to ease her suffering because she was the host of the Three Tales and she couldn't take it anymore because she Hotshot was afraid of going on another rampage. Hotshot through the heart. It was through yeah through the heart, which oh is even God. worse. Through the heart, like instant death. Sorry, yeah. keep going. Yeah, so she so she didn't suffer. So it was an instant kill. Sorry, who did the Chidori? Who who delivered that? Kakashi. Of course. No. So so this was after Obito had been killed on the uh, in the Great Ninja War mission or quote unquote killed, I should say. And J and Rin had been kidnapped and been forcefully made the Jinchuriki to the Three Tails. And at some point or another, she went on a rampage and was living with the living with this beast inside of her for years and just couldn't help but think about what she had done. And she asked Kakashi to kill her out of mercy because she was too afraid of the power within in side of her and to make it even worse kakashi very hesitantly agreed because obviously rin was his best friend the only thing he had left to his past and everything like this so he was killing his best friend which unlocked his sharingan or his mangan or his another tier in the sharingan i should say but obito also saw this moment because he was already recovered by moderate by moderate at this time and he saw kakashi and rin was about to go out to greet him and then just saw Kakashi kill Rin. Oh my god, dude. There I want to cry. There it's is a horrible. lot that happens in this death. This one is... I this hate, one's brutal. I hate this. I hate this. This is the part of the Anime Death Podcast where I'm just like, why did we do this topic? Every, Every time. time. <laughs> Every but it's time we get, we get through, to this point. It's another yeah. arm through the chest death. Oh, it really Guys, is. There's a lot me, of anime that die in this way. Let me lighten the mood with a joke. What's the fastest way to a girl's heart? Stop. Shidori. Stop. Shidori. Stop. You're, that's not allowed, man. That's too soon. <laughs> it's just Go the ahead. fact that this death in particular does, every, does everything for everyone involved. For Kakashi, it kills his past and unlocks another tier in the Sharingan. For Rin, it kills her and frees the three-tailed beast. For Obito, it cements his way in following Madara to destroy the Hidden Leaf Village. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's there's the a lot that gets set up by this one moment. Yeah, yeah. The thing I do want to say, though, is that, like, this is, like, Rin's decision to tell Kakashi to do this is, like, that's, like... This, this is Rin... Leaf. This isn't a murder. This is Rin's assisted suicide. No, I know, but it's... What I'm trying to say is that it's, like loyalty to the leaf village man like yeah uh, to full pedal to the metal on this one it's such a intense moment and it's one of those when it, we flash back to it in shippuden i remember this we were like in the middle of the whole obito thing and this comes up and i'm just like oh well i haven't seen naruto shippuden more than like a few episodes myself but i know the characters that you're talking about i don't know rin myself but i know mm -hmm. kakashi and i i know that like he, how how heart how much heart he has 
and to just picture, like rip through somebody else's. It's like, how dare you? Picture Team Seven, Eli, but picture Sasuke using Chidori on Sakura. Yeah, yeah, that's the Ooh. perfect comparison. Like, imagine first gen Team Seven Sasuke killing Sakura. My heart. Oh God, you just. Oh no. Yeah, it's Why? it's about that. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's 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 tough. Like, can we move on? Can, who's next? Can yeah, let's watch? just. Can we? All right. Yeah, fine. yeah. Merrill, Merrill, go ahead, all buddy. Right. Like, well, I know you're not going to line up the mood, but like, like anything is better than this right now. Um, is, oh, following man. the through the chest um, oh, theme yes. that we have, it's Krillin. He has died so many times in Dragon Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Now we're we talking he, about his death when he, there's a hand through his chest, or we're talking about we could talk about all of his. <laughs> or just the one simple one where he goes up against Frieza. Oh my god. Because he just gets I mean, a laser through his chest like no tomorrow. With Frieza? Yeah. Remember he got No, he, he got laser. No, he No, that yeah. was Piccolo. That's Piccolo who gets lasered. No. He gets lifted up in Krillin the air. Krillin gets blown and then, up. Oh yeah, yeah. Blown, up. blown up, blown up, blown up. Doesn't he get laser through oh. like the, the shoulder and then blown up? Or am I thinking somebody else? I don't else? think so. I You're think it's somebody no, no, no. else. Someone else. Someone yeah, else. it's somebody else. Oh, yeah. It's been so long. But uh let's, yeah, let's like it's just like he is the most unfortunate human in the whole series. I mean, Yamcha's yeah. pretty unfortunate if you ask me. Yeah, no, I, but, I would... yeah, no, but here's the thing. Krillin keeps on getting on in a lot of fights with a lot of people who are more powerful than he is. And he did have like a little arc at the very end of like one of the seasons, right? Where it was yeah. like both him and Goku. And um, like he had like a pretty good arc there. But that's all that we've seen that of like one more potential he could do. Right, right. I hear you, but, man. But, but, but like going back to the also, deaths though, and everything else. He yeah. But one sec, one sec. All I want to say though is that versus getting killed by a Cyberman and then having your girl get stolen by Vegeta. The reason I he died know. in the first place. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. I think I, I'm. I'm just saying. I just I want to plead the fifth on that one. I guess. But like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, carry on there, please. Yeah, like um, he just dies a lot and um mm -hmm. it's yeah. all sad because he just wants to be there with his friend and fight to the bitter end and he, he keeps on just being brought back because well one goku really wants him back for some reason because right? he's his most loyal friend yeah, yeah. yeah. his best friend true yeah. true but like still like krillin is pretty weak not after he marries 18 <laughs> well yeah I but mean, i don't i don't think it matters for goku because like power is not something that he cares for others he just wants more for himself so he could protect others like that's that's basically the same yeah. way but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's his best friend you know like all in dragon ball like the original series like you see them both grow at the same rate yeah of course goku is a little bit stronger of course because saiyan blood but they're they're best friends and so of course like i'm gonna use the dragon ball wish to bring him back of course i will like he's my best I friend i will say hear me out here it's okay. good that Krillin died on Namek because that's what I'm like Goku Super Saiyan. Yes, yes, yeah, I'm with you on I that agree. one. I agree, and I I'm think Krillin would agree there. Like, I, I don't mind taking that <laughs> sacrifice kind of thing. Like, you <laughs> I know, think Krillin would agree. Well, absolutely. I mean, like, <laughs> well, my best friend got stronger. Like, without him getting stronger, like, the whole world would have exploded by now, basically. He's you know? just like, like King Yum up there. He's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the L. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. So I remember, wait, wait, wait. I remember a TFS scene where he's like getting risen up and he just goes, hey guys, what do you guys think of my Chelsea impression? Goodbye, Mr. T. And he just blows up and I God. died. It was one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> so, I mean, there is there is a similarity between Krillin's death for Goku and Gohan's death for Trunks in that you can hear their final scream as they die. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it just yeah. rings in your ears really loudly oh yeah the only di the only difference is goku actually seeing krillin's death right no i know what you mean it's a it's a whole thing with the with the dragon ball deaths like yells are gonna be abound god now and, I um, want, now i kind of want to replay kakarot oh dude i'm down i'm down we can replay oh wait we can only do the card game anyway sorry kakarot's uh, a single player game my guy I, I i know i just like gaming with you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm gonna yell now <laughs> ah. I, I do i do exactly. also want to add on to this uh krillin discussion here because yeah. I, I think I think um, Meryl got got it right because Krillin, that death really moved the series forward. Like it, it was mm -hmm. a very like uh, like iconic moment in the series. Yeah, like if you picture any death in Dragon Ball that is iconic, exploding yeah. from Frieza, like how brutal is that? Like he must have gone through so much pain for that. And like yeah, yeah of, of course. course, like it wasn't as realistic because it's it's a you know. An, a, 
kind of family-friendly anime to a point. Of mm-hmm. course, there's no blood in that way. But, like, Guts and stuff w- should have been flying. We we, 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 we know this, right? Guts yeah. should have flown yeah. all on Gohan, but obviously didn't. So I can yeah. I can name one death more iconic than blowing up from Frieza. I mean, Yamcha, obviously. Yeah, I think blowing that's clear. up from Cyberman. <laughs> they, it was so iconic, they did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> they just did it bigger uh. and better the second time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. I think goodness. that whole episode was just for that meme. Just for Yamcha. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is the yeah, most that you're going to get out of Yamcha. this entire series, my guy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Yamcha. We, we love you, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to use a, you. You're better as a bandit. Oh, That's wow. All right. Oh, wow. And with that, I think it's on you. Ready, like? I believe so. Yeah. Go um, ahead. All right. So I, I'm going to use my, my third one for the honorable mention. So I'll, I'll keep that because there's not much of a discussion there. Um, it's, it's more just like heartbreaking. This one is... Uh, Pokemon the movie, I Choose You. I don't know if you guys watched it. I, I personally didn't. I was excited to see it and I wanted to see it. But then I, mm-hmm. I I saw this clip circulating online and it really deterred me away from watching this movie. Um, you, if anyone has seen the Ash, uh, sorry, Ash, um, Pokemon the first movie, you'll know what I mean. Yes. Ash Ketchum dies from all these Pokemon like uh, attacking him in the middle of an arena um, when original Pokemon was... Uh, fighting against their own clones and he runs into the middle telling everybody to stop it and all of them attack and boom he turns to stone and he dies Um, now this one for Pokemon the movie I Choose You it's basically like a new rendition of that kind of thing and he gets attacked by Pokemon when he's trying to protect Pikachu but when Ash Mm. is dying as, as sad of a moment it is and like in the first movie, it was so sad. I cried as a kid. It was it was nice and it was sentimental. This one, it turned me off completely. And we could have a conversation about other deaths like this. But Pikachu, a Pokemon that isn't Meowth, spoke while Ash was dying. In, in English, Japanese, whatever it was that you watched it in, they spoke. It's like that is as, as cute as it was. Like absolutely his voice is exactly the way that I would have imagined it to be. But you don't do that in an anime. Like, let let Pikachu have that crying, like, Pika, when, like, you you don't have to, like, know exactly what he's saying. You can interpret it yourself as if, like, he's so heartbroken and he doesn't know what to say. Whatever it might be, you don't have to put in words in Pikachu's mouth. It's like, it's like... Because uh, that's what you do for any yeah. other Ash Ketchum death. You hear Pika, yes. Pikachu crying, saying his name. That's pretty much, it. like, you don't... Ah, oh, it's just so... It turned me off from the movie so much because it just ruined my childhood. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I honestly I mean, completely get it. Like, if if I saw that Ash died, like, even today, I'd probably still feel it. Hell, I still feel it every time I watch Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah. But if, if I hear Pikachu or Squirtle or, like, any Pokemon that hasn't talked in the past just randomly start talking, then I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in in Detective Pikachu, it's explained why Pikachu can speak. No one else can understand him. Yes. And <laughs> and Meowth goes through like a whole backstory about why he's able to talk. Mm. So if you just randomly decide and at the moment of his trainer's death, Pikachu just goes, Ash, like, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. You do not. Fuck my childhood like this. <laughs> Literally, it's so bad. It really turned me off from watching that movie and it just like ruined that moment completely. I'm sure there are other deaths where like something happened to ruin how how beautiful of a moment it is because definitely mm-hmm. that moment would have been the purest, most most beautiful moment in that movie. But then they ruined it with Pikachu speaking. Right, right, right. Like, that ruins a lot of things. Time to go and edit it out, man. Time to get exactly. edited out. But the thing is, to me, that breaks a wall that shouldn't have been broken. Like, I think yeah. it was an attempt to make the moment stand out even more. But, I mean, it's it's a char- it's the main character's death. Like, it's already standing out just plenty. And I haven't seen the scene myself. But hearing that just, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way as well. And I understand what you mean. The, the, the one thing I do want to say is, like, this is Pokemon, right? So... Yeah. Ash comes back, right? Because it, it's absolutely Pokemon. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's ten okay, years good, old good. forever. I haven't even yeah. seen Yeah, because he died one time and now he's just has eternal youth because this is his Nirvana. Pretty much. His Pokemon training. <laughs> oh my goodness. No one else uh, around him ages. So we gotta go through a conspiracy just, theory episode. 
This is just the timeline. <laughs> where oh, he's I'll, just I'll 10 be able to do that because because all of those Spiro killed him when he first got Pikachu. Oh, right, man, I would love to have a conversation about that. Yeah, that's oh, that's dude. a whole that's a whole thing, Eli. I'd love to have you back on that, but that's that a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we move to honorable mentions now? I feel like at this kind of I I said everything I had to say about this. Anyone? Else yeah, I did too. Them? So yeah. yeah, we'll start. We'll give honorable mentions and start wrapping up. All right, all right. Cue the music, everyone. Honorable mentions. Da 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 da. No, okay. Sponsored I'm just by. Sample that. No, I'm <laughs> Sponsored gonna, I'm gonna... by. <laughs> <Joanne>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, my honorable mention, yo, Nagato Six Pass of Pain Ayy. versus Jiraiya. They severed Ayy. his arm, crush his throat, impale him multiple times in the back, and then he just goes down in the water thinking of Naruto, and it's super hard. And it's, I, I mean, I don't want to go any deeper because it's just an honorable mention, but for me, Jiraiya's death, like, for Again, sure. Yeah, it, it's harsh. still probably the Naruto death that's hit me the hardest. And I yeah. think that was one of my picks for the first death episode we did with you, Eli. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. And it, it's, it's always oh, wow. great to just bring back that for an honorable mention because of how yeah. like iconic that death was, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so yeah. my honorable mention, I'm pretty sure is, uh, is one that I talked about in another episode too. This it's Wolfwood from, it's Wolfwood from Trigon. Ugh. And he hunts down his master who has been hunting him down at the same time. The two of them have a old Western style shootout in the middle of, in the middle of town, like a huge ass alleyway until they're both filled with lead and they both drop down dead on the ground. And it fucked with me so much because Wolfwood is my favorite character in Trigon. And I'm only bringing it up again now because we just got a reboot announcement for Trigon Stampede coming out later in the year. Dude. I'm so excited for that. So excited for that. Ugh. So I felt I felt like I at least need to drop drop that because Definitely. it's to just advertise it to, because to we about. are sponsored. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The first time was funny. Second time, you gotta I, dig I, it I, in. I, third time, I, I kind of annoyed. Fourth time, I'm like, what? Why? Why are we here? <laughs> just to just suffer. To suffer. <laughs> We're sponsored by Giant Music, if you must know. That's it. I mean, That's it. All that to lead to this. We are sponsored by Anchor, and Anchor is a great podcasting service. Well, Techni- thank you so and, and that's much. Thank true. you, Anchor. We thank love you, you, Anchor. All right. Yes. What's your honorable mention, Eli? All right. So it is going back to Attack on Titan. I was uh, trying to catch up for a little bit now, and and this moment really got me. Um, I'm not going to stick too hard on it because it's just an honorable mention, of course, but uh, it was really heartbreaking. Near the end, they're trying to... Uh, uh, past the Jagerites and and cross the sea and the Orits actually get past the Jagerites, they they come across their best friends like from from training like all those years ago, uh, da- Dawes and Samuel and they're they're guarding that boat that they need and they have all these explosives on there and and they tell them to take it off and like come on like we're we're on your team of course and then of course they they got had like the cat's out of the bag and like we're actually not yeah. with you and and they have to kill kill their best friends and and you could see it in on all four of their eyes just like i i don't want to do it you're my best friend yet i'm going to have to and like they're crying and and begging each other like you're my best friend i don't want to do it and it's just the the most heartbreaking thing man and it's connie who pulls the trigger Connie's the nicest one, right? Ah, uh, it really, it really killed me. It really killed I me. I know, but it's the fact Not that they wanted to blow up the, the ship. Yeah, <laughs> stop! Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, traitor edit, all that stuff. Like it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MRL? Uh, yeah. My honorable mention is just Jolly Wheeler from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh when he died um after his like duel with uh what was his name Merrick. I think. Yeah. Did he uh, die in Merrick? Yeah, he did. No, die from energy loss during his duel with Yami Merrick. What? I didn't oh, know okay. this. But he comes back, right? Well, yeah. Well, there's a whole okay, show yeah. to do. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> it's some. <laughs> okay, I hate you guys. <laughs> that was so good, though. It's an anime. They obviously have to bring him back. So. Okay, yeah, that's the one where he like he summons that one monster, and then he's like unable to say attack, and then he just like collapses right yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. okay good good honorable mention for yeah. sure just because Very he's like, right. one of my favorite from the Yu-Gi-Oh universe again he's uh just one of the friends of the main characters who is also very weak because of his deck 
So of course, yeah, yeah. No, that's of fair. course, that's definitely. Fair. Joey would definitely be like a really good player, I find, because like he was even training Yugi, you know, like oh, yeah. right. in the start, yeah. He knows a lot about the game. Like if he had good cards, I feel like he would have used them very well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. Well, there was one episode, if I remember right, there was one episode where he actually used Yugi's deck in one. Oh, that's right, he did, didn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're bringing back memories. That that was a good Yo, anime. The nostalgia, bro. The nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. we love it. All right. So to list off all of our picks, we had Rengoku from Demon Slayer, Future Gohan from DBZ, Jiraiya from Shippuden, Rin from Shippuden, Hugo from Alito Battle Angel, Wolfwood from Trigon, uh, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon the Movie I Choose You, uh, Thomas from Attack on Titan, Dazzin Samuel from Attack on Titan, Bisho from Chivalry of a Failed Knight, Krillin from Dragon Ball Z, and like we just said, Joey Wheeler from Yu-Gi-Oh! And Joey does come back, so don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> okay, so the artwork for anime podcasters is provided by GoPro Keel. Please give him a follow on Twitter at GoPro Keel. He's available for commissions, uh, all of his art, his portfolio, everything is on his website. Everything is for that is linked in the description. You can follow the podcast at Anime Podcasters on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And subscribe to the YouTube channel or on your favorite pod- podcatcher over on anchor.fm slash anime podcasters. Hacha, where can people find you? You guys can find me right here on Giant Music's uh, YouTube channel and Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts, really. You guys can also find me over on my channel, Hacha Ginger on YouTube, where... I know I'm taking a hiatus. I know I keep saying I'll be back. My word means nothing, but I'll be back with uh, the sister podcast of this, Ponsu Cast with GoPro Kyo. And I will eventually be making my way back over to Twitch and play games with you guys and just hanging out with you. I actually have started doing collaborations with uh, Yuki. You guys remember her from way back when. She has her own YouTube or her own Twitch channel now. So she and I sometimes hop on Pokemon games and other games, and it's a lot of fun. So you guys can find me pretty much anywhere. Perfect. Morel, where can people uh, find people you? can find me on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube. Basically basically anywhere my links are in the description below also well of course reddit because why not yeah reddit's a fun one and eli where can people find you online i am going to be making a brand new youtube channel very shortly uh this one is mostly just going to be shorts uh i don't have a name for it yet when i do you'll find it with my name just eli uh it's spelled e-l-i-e um so yeah well, when it is i'll send it to Diane. just put it in the uh in the comments there or description but yeah there you go Th- thanks thanks so much guys for having me i appreciate it of course it's a pleasure you're always you a pleasure and, to have you yeah yeah it's it's oh. always fun and and uh plenty more episodes with you to come 4.0 i'm calling it yes All right. can't wait for myself 4.0 characters that do come back <laughs> yes <laughs> Joey I mean, Wheeler being one of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just start over our list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start the new podcast. Here we go, guys. Thanks for coming. I'm so glad to have you back. <laughs> okay, in all seriousness, you can find me on YouTube on youtube.com slash giant music. You can find my Spotify, which is on its way to almost 2 million streams as we're listening to this. Let's close in yes. on that number. Giant music over on Spotify. My website is giantmusic.com. You can hire me for freelance audio services and you can follow me on social media at giant music. So for myself, Eli, Morel, and Hotshot, this has been another episode of our show oh my god yeah (laughs) anime podcasters thanks for watching everybody have a good night Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs>